0: Hello, a blessed and refreshing day to you, my dearly beloved. I welcome you to our rise devotional for today, Friday, the 13th day of August 2021, on the platform of the Builders Forum. My name is Abraham Olufemi Odime. Thank God it's another Friday today, and what an insightful week it has been for us. To him alone be all the glory. We continue today on our devotional series for this week with the topic, Living the Passion of Christ, Understanding the Cross. You will agree with me that it has been such a soul-searching journey for us since the beginning of the week, as it relates to our walk with the Lord regarding our understanding of the cross and the demands it places on us. The purpose of this is to reappraise our passion for the Lord particularly in this time when so many things are calling for our attention thus far we have looked at number one the definition and purpose of the cross two we have distinguished between the old rugged cross and the new trending cross three we have looked at the power of the cross and number four Yesterday, we looked at the price of the cross. Today, we want to look at yet another characteristic of the cross, and that is its provisions. In talking about the provisions, I want you to extend your mind beyond the things money can buy, because only then can you truly appreciate the worth of the cross. Listen to what the Holy Scripture says in hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 and i read as it is appointed unto men who wants to die but after this the judgment end of quote the word judgment is fearful considering the meaning i look through my dictionary for the meaning it means among others a court decision establishing that an obligation is owed such as debt this is not a court of the law of a but the court of the law of god and the bible refers to god as the judge of the whole earth either of two things happen after judgment it is either condemnation or justification It is the cross that determines which the cross makes the provision for which one you choose listen to John chapter 5 verse 24 and please permit me to read the passion translation I read I speak to you an eternal truth if you embrace my message and believe in the one who sent me You will never face condemnation, for in me you have already passed from the realm of death into the realm of eternal life. End of quote. The cross makes provision for us to escape condemnation on the judgment day. What a provision! What makes it a big deal is that, unlike the earthly court, where you have the right of appeal at so many levels, in this case, like it is said, God's case, there is no appeal. In God's case, it is either condemnation or justification. But because of the cross, we are sure of the outcome of the judgment. It is justification according to Romans chapter 5, verse 18, and I read, Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so, by the righteousness of the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. End of quote. One judgment, but either of two decisions made possible by the cross. For the one who chooses not to believe on the provisions condemnation but for us who choose to embrace the provision of the cross justification how wonderful for you to know ahead of time the result of the judgment yes we can't escape the judgment but we are at peace because we know the decision hallelujah another provision of the cross which money cannot buy is power over sin. Praise the Lord. My friend, sin is wicked and cruel. It is not just the seemingly innocent word, S-I-N. Sin is a sinker. Satan is called the man of sin. Whatever could bring Lucifer the archangel down can bring any human down. As a matter of fact, that three letter word is what has brought the entire world down to this deplorable level of deprivation today, and it is still working its destruction in the lives of men. When sin sets in, divine intervention is incapacitated. Whatever could make God a father to look away from his son Jesus on that cross will make him to look away from any other person why listen to habakkuk chapter 1 verse 13 i read thou art of a purer eyes than to behold evil and can not look on iniquity end of quote sin separates man from god no matter how small the purity of god doesn't allow the slightest sin look at the implication of what jesus did on that old rugged cross in Romans chapter 6 verse 10 and 11 i read for in that he died he died unto sin once but in that he liveth he liveth unto god likewise Reckon ye also yourself to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus our Lord. End of quote. What happened on that old rugged cross has a far reaching implication in the life of the believer. It was a once and for all sacrifice over sin that gave us eternal victory in this sin corrupted world. Because of what happened on that Golgotha hill, sin has been incapacitated in the life of the believer. Here, the way the Scripture puts it in Romans chapter six, verse fourteen, I read: "For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are no, you are not under the law, but under grace." End of quote. My friend, this is a mandate. Sin shall not have dominion over you it is final let me help you understand here it doesn't mean sin will not try you but my dear it no longer has control over your life like it did with adam and eve and all unbelievers you have the power to decide what to do about sin because of the cross sin is no longer a big deal for the believer who understand the cross and its provision. Because of the cross, you can disdain sin. While you don't take the provision for granted, you are no longer under the pressure and harassment of sin. Hallelujah. Listen to this word of assurance from God's word in 1 John chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. And I read, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. In this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whatever whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. End of quote. Can you hear that? And he cannot sin. Because of the cross, sin is a no-no. Even if you want to, you no longer can. You no longer have the capacity to sin. And look at the following verse. It says, the attitude to sin is the believer's identity, period. Because of the provision of dominion over sin from the cross, you no longer have any excuse to remain in sin, however small. Amen. Another provision of the cross is peace. Listen to Jesus in John chapter 14, verse 27, and I read, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. End of quote. The word peace here, is not just quietness and rest, but an all encompassing prosperous peace that affects the whole being of man. That is why it said, It is not as the world gives. This peace is an all encompassing, it is a full package. Tomorrow, we shall exploit this peace further. But meanwhile, let me pray for you as we round off the devotional for today. The sacrifice and provisions of Calvary will not be in vain in your life. Because of the justification from Calvary, wherever they have said you are not qualified, Calvary will justify you. No more disappointments in your life from today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because of the finished work on Calvary, I take authority over any sin still holding you captive as a child of God that blood shed on the cross is the blood of atonement therefore satan has no right to hold that sin that you have confessed and repented of against you anymore i hereby decree your total liberty from the clutches of the accusation of the devil today whatever is creating unrest and anxiety for you is shattered today enjoy peace like a river from today Whatever provisions of Calvary that have hitherto eluded you, you are released to have them today. Welcome into your season of restorations. Congratulations. Amen and amen. Peace.